Your exile. Reigning Wooden Award winner Caitlin Clark was named to the watch list for the 2024 Wooden Award. The Hawkeyes star hoping to become the seventh repeat winner in the women's game. Football Illinois says quarterback Luke Altmyer has been cleared to play in Saturday's matchup with the Hawkeyes at Kinnick Stadium. The Browns say quarterback Deshaun Watson will miss the rest of the season with a fractured shoulder. Suffered in the first half of Sunday's comeback win over the Ravens in Baltimore. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio with amazing slow smoked wings and world famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. It's hour number two. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon. And Ken Miller with you until the top of the hour. Murph and Andy follow us in here until 3, and then the drive, Heather and Sean, from 3 until 6. Uh, bottom of the hour, we head to Chicago, catch up with our buddy David Kaplan from uh, ESPN 1000. We'll talk Chicago sports with Cap. Right now, John Bowencamp, uh, AP, HawkeyeNation.com, IowaCollegeHoops.com joins us uh, as we talk Hawks. Hello, John Bowencamp. Trent and Ken, how are you? Hi. I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing well. So I want to go back to your uh, Northwestern trip. Uh, how late was the train? Uh, which way? Well, either way. That, going, okay, going up, it was four hours late. Oh, boy. And, and, and I will just tell you this. For an hour, it sat 10 miles outside town. Jeez. Because there were so many dead, what they called dead freight trains, in between where the crews were out of time. So they're having to bring new crews out to the trains, and that's why, you know. But on the way back, so on the way back, we leave on time. Yeah. You get to Galesburg, we're on time. What should have been an hour trip from Galesburg to Fort Madison took two hours because, again, freight trains. So. <laughs> but you made it, and you took the train, and you love trains. And uh... Hey, it was you, you talk about comfort. I mean, a lot of leg room. Yeah. You know, you can walk around. Um, I, I mean, other than the delay part, if you're not in a hurry, it's a lot of fun. So just one more on this, I promise. What, it cost, <laughs> what is going on I don't here? Know. What, what did it cost you? A uh, hundred bucks. That's not bad, right? That's and I mean, good. it would have cost me... It in gas, seven, parking. It was, it was $70 a night at my hotel to park. Because yes. the only parking there was valet. Yeah. So, um... So I mean, it saved me probably a hundred bucks when you think about it. Well done. So, and I could have gone out of, and I could have gone out of there. Are, there's a there's a train that goes from Quincy to Chicago that stops in Macomb and Galesburg that sometimes is twenty five dollars one way. Can't beat that. So I mean, you really can't beat that at all. So. Train conversation eleven to one on Miller and Condon on one hundred six point three KXNO. You you're not getting this any other place. No, that is for sure. All right, Bowen Camp, let's talk some sports. Let's get into the Hawkeye Hoopsters last night. I know we were not alone, Ken and myself. We walked away in a loss. There are no moral victories, but this Iowa basketball team—it looks like there's something there, Bowen Camp. Yeah. Well, first of all, I could have taken the train from Burlington to Omaha, <laughs> nice. but anyway. Um, no, seriously, I, I, I do think that, that, that they showed last night that kind of what we had seen in the couple of games that people couldn't see unless you were watching it streaming, mm-hmm. um, that, that this was a, this is a really good, this is a really connected team. And, I mean, this is now they've played three games, and that's three games where they've had single-digit turnovers. And last night won in the second half. I mean, yeah. this, is, this is a team that's really connected. 
Um, you know, it, it, last night's game was going to be hard to win this time of year when you've got some new guys and you're trying to figure out where this all kind of fits together. This is a game that you probably win in February with the way they played last night. And I, and I thought I, I was really impressed with how they handled things, especially the second half when it kind of got down. I agree. You know, in that, you know and, and, and it, when it could have really gotten away from them, and all of a sudden it was, you know, it was a 17-point game, one point. All of a sudden it's five with, you know, a minute and a half to go. Um, that, that to me, is a sign that, that this, is a, this is a team that's going to fight you, and I think it's, it's, a really, it's a really good basketball team that I think right now is really getting overlooked by people. I'm with you, and you know a big part of it, at least in my mind. And again, it's three games in. I've only seen two. I didn't see the BTN plus the uh, the opener. Saw the one on Friday mm-hmm. night on Peacock. Patrick Mac- Patrick McCaffrey is seemingly John. Uh, look, he's never going to be a shutdown defender by any means, but he seems more committed to the defensive end of the floor, at least so far. Do you see that? Right. Yeah, and and he said, you know, I mean, he talked last night just about the overall team defense when he said after the game, and I, I saw the video where he said, you know, 92 is unacceptable, and he's right. You know, so, I mean, I, I, if there's going to be a defensive leader, if there's going to be a defensive voice on this team, I think it's going to be him. And, you know, they are going to have to be better defensively. I mean, that's always – we always talk about that with, 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 these, with these Iowa teams. But I, I th- And I think they will be. But he has been very quietly effective in these three games. I mean, he's been in double digits in scoring, and he's, he's done a lot of different things, and you don't really notice it until you look at the box score, and you're like, yeah, wow, he had a really good game. So I, I really like how he's playing right now and, and the way he's kind of become kind of a leader of this team. John, you've watched a lot of Iowa basketball. You've seen a lot of guys come through there. Can you remember a class of four guys mm. that feel like they're ready to go right away and they're going to be – and they're four – Four-year players, right? Four guys that are going to stick around likely for four seasons. Do you remember anything like this? No. And I mean, and, 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 and I think what has really impressed me, and, and it's like you said, they came in ready to roll. And I know it's a little different now than it was, say, 15 years ago when you didn't have the summer to work out and you didn't start practice in, in September and you didn't have you know all that off-season workout time. This group, is re- this group was really ready and... and, and you could even say, you know, Fran McCaffrey was talking about in the summertime, these guys were ready to play. And, and I think you saw last night and you've seen in these other two games that these guys aren't afraid, that they're not afraid to square up and shoot. Uh, Lodgy Dembele, I mean, Love him. Has, knocked down some big, mm-hmm. has knocked down some big shots in these first three games and isn't afraid to take them. Um, Owen Freeman, not afraid to take Now, he did take one in, in the second game the other night that, Fran wasn't real happy about. But, again, that's part of the learning curve, knowing when to take that shot. Not that early in the shot clock. You can take it a little bit later, and you might get a better shot. And so, again, those are things they're going to learn over time. But these guys, there's no fear in them. And and, and that's really good to see with this team because a lot of times with freshmen, you get them, they, they try to ease in. But these guys want to play, and they want to play a lot. Indeed they do. Uh, are you surprised that Cricky has been seemingly – I mean, the t- seamless, right? From the Valley at Valpo uh, to um, uh, to the Hawks, he has, and I get he's a fifth year guy, so he's been through some of right. the rigors of college basketball. But they have to be pleased with what they've got in him so far. Oh yeah, I mean, I and and I, you know, I said this back when we saw him in the preseason. I said this this is a guy that Iowa fans are really going to like because he's a lot like what Philip Rocha was last year, 
but with a little more ability to step out and make shots. Right. And you saw that last night with his mid-range game. And he had talked about that a couple last week. He's like, hey, I want to hit these shots. You saw that last night that he could hit that little 10- to 12-footer. That's something this Iowa team hasn't really had a lot of, you know, when you think about it sometimes. So it's really kind of good to see that kind of – and, again, he, he came in with a lot of experience, big-body guy, uh, a scorer, uh, would like to see a few more rebounds out of him maybe, but um, I'm not going to quibble with it because I think he's been really, really good in these first three games. Big Ten as a whole looks to be okay at best, certainly yeah. – not at the level of some of the other conferences out there, the Big 12 included. Big 10 appears to be kind of down a little bit again this season. Real opportunity for Iowa. The problem is you know, 10 and 10 probably isn't going to be good enough if if it does prove to be a pretty average year in the Big 10. What's the number to shoot for? Can this team get to 11 Big 10 wins? Yeah, I think it can. You know, and again, it's going to be a lot on how they develop here in the next few weeks. Uh, they're going to get tested quite a bit, and that's that's the one good thing I like. I agree. I know people. I know people complain about the schedule, but it's mostly from a home standpoint. But you had that game last night. You've got the road game against Iowa State coming up next month. You've got the two games here over Thanksgiving. They're going to see four really good teams before they kind of get. You know, I mean, I know there's that still that early Big Ten game, but before they get into that meat of the conference schedule, they're going to get tested. Yeah, granted, they're not going to be at home. But they're going to get tested by some teams, so I think they're going to be ready. I, I, if they can stay healthy, I mean, there's a couple of guys that I don't think you could afford to lose. But this is a really deep team. You know, you can, you can, you know, if you can stay out of the injury thing and just keep consistently building, I think this is a team that can get to 11 wins, maybe even 12. I'm all for it, John. Here's hoping you're right. So, uh, Trent, move to football. Right. <laughs> yes, most of the time you are. Let's go to football. Yes, what did you? What stuck with you yesterday? Uh, we'll start with Kirk. Uh, with uh, with listening to his presser, obviously he had player uh, availability as well. Some of the seniors, Tori Taylor, obviously not coming back next year. He's going to move on. Uh, but uh, listening to Coach Ferentz, what was your takeaway? Uh, one or two from uh, from his time on the podium. You know, I, I think they were really happy with how they finished that game the other day. And, I mean, that was really – that second half and really that fourth quarter was probably their best quarter of the year in my mind with the way they played in every aspect of the game. And and everything kind of fed off each other in that group. So I think they really like where they're at right now. I mean, obviously you like your position where you're at in the standings. They know they've got a tough game this weekend. I mean, I think Illinois – Play. I mean, again, I don't. I, I don't want to put a whole lot of stock into what they did because they were playing Indiana the other day. But um, I, I really think that, that this Illinois team is going to challenge them. But I, I think they. I think they're they're playing with a lot of confidence right now, and I think they really fed off of that second half the other day. The fourth quarter, they put up a couple touchdowns. They're moving the football up and down the field. Deacon Hill, the improvement that we saw out of him. I was talking to a high school football coach. He said, watch the footwork. The footwork is as good as it's ever been with Deacon Hill. This is a guy that just doesn't have a ton of experiences. Do you believe this is more a mirage than it was that one great moment we'll remember and one afternoon at Kinnick or a sign of things to come at the quarterback spot? I think a light clicked on. I think a couple more have to click on for him before I really kind of, you know. But again, and I kept trying to bring this when I would would talk to people about him and I don't. This guy doesn't have a lot of experience, and you're asking him to do. But the other day, it seemed like everything just seemed to be kind of simplified for him. 
and and I don't mean that in a negative way. I think you just I think like all of a sudden he started reading things, and again they either talk about the footwork and. I mean, there's there's still some things. It's the it's the consistent 99 mile an hour fastball on the passes. I'd like to see a change up every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, see a little more touch. But there were a lot of good signs the other day. And and so now it's okay. How can you build on that? How can you build on it this Saturday? How can you build on it in the Nebraska game? You, you can kind of see there's something there. It's just a matter of now you got to do it consistently over four quarters rather than. You know, two and a half bad quarters and one and a half good ones. So, who has decisions? John Harris, Schulte, Castro, Higgins. Oh, we know Taylor's leave. We know Lee's not coming back. Those are the main ones, right? That have an opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of guys obviously on the defensive side of the ball. What's the likelihood of that group? Do you think all of them come? But what are you hearing? I think most of them go. I mean, because I mean, their their stock is really high. If Jay Higgins' stock is really high, yeah, right for now. sure. And and I mean, I, and it's like so. I think a lot of the questions those guys have to ask themselves is: if I come back next year, is is that going to? Am I going to get better? Am I going to stay the same? You know, is this my best opportunity? That's going to be the question they're going to have to ask. But you know, again, we're we're now kind of. And Kirk mentioned this yesterday. We're kind of getting at the end of the mm-hmm. the COVID train, as he called it. Um, uh, you know, the, the, we're 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 getting to the end of that where guys have to make that decision, and I think you're going to start seeing a lot of rosters, you know, really balance out now. But I, you know, I mean, I some of those guys may decide to come back. Tory Taylor didn't surprise me. I mean, I I was actually surprised that that it was a question because I just figured he wasn't coming back, mm-hmm. you know. And so when somebody asked him and he said that, I wasn't that surprised. And then I I realized that he is 26 years old, right. and that shocked me too. You know, I was like, you know, but when you start thinking about some of those guys, I mean, Nico Regani's, you know, how old he is now, and you know, some of these guys have stayed around for a long time. But I do think a lot of those guys just go ahead and move on because I think they've done what they can do right now. I don't think their stock gets any better one way or the other for any sort of NFL hopes. You know, just real quick, were you in school when Roby was in school? I mean, it had to be close. It was close. I was. I. I, you, I was he beat you, right? Yeah, he beat yeah. you to Iowa. Yeah. So my question is: yeah. So you saw him play? You were you were old enough to be watching yeah. the hockey? Is 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 Taylor the best punter to come out of the universe? Has he surpassed? I guess Roby. I don't think he's surpassed him, but I, I think the thing I really like about him is is how he has developed from that guy that didn't knew nothing about yeah. about college football when he got here. And you look at where he's at right now and the way he punts the ball and the way he, he can, you know, master it. And I, that to, to learn like that, he has really perfected this craft. And I think that, to me, is, is the most impressive part of his game is how much he really has perfected that. Trent, correct me if I'm wrong. Was the, wasn't it Purdue that that was his first – was that the first game he's yes. ever seen? Yeah, the 2020 season. Yeah, he'd yeah. never been in a – he'd yeah. never seen a football game before. Unbelievable. Until he played one. Until he played one. <laughs> He, he said yesterday that all he thought he had to do was just kick it as hard and as far as he could. Well, you know, now he's dropping them in and and you know kicking them, you know, doing the coffin corner, which is a lost art. And uh, you know, he's doing some things that just really impressed me. John, last thing for me, and the sure. fan base inside of Kinnick was impactful against Rutgers in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The fan base was great. It feels to me that. The negativity surrounding Brian being around and the decision to fire him has, I don't know, galvanized the fan base to a way where 
We know regardless, you keep winning games. Brian's not coming back. And and as a fan base, it's maybe like cured some of the ills that are out there. Do you, do you can you go down that path with me? Yeah, I mean, I think I think you just kind of see that that, that the uncertainty is no longer there, and it's not an issue. And they're winning. I mean, let's I mean let's you know, it doesn't matter how they're winning, they're winning. You know, and I mean, what the Brian stuff was really exacerbated by the, the loss to Minnesota. And now yep. it's like, okay, you go, you, you win at Northwestern on the last thing of field goal. You, you dominate in the fourth quarter the other day. You're winning games. You could win the National, National League West. I always want to say that. <laughs> the Big Ten West. And, and you could, you could, you've got two games to win one. I, and I, I just think that all that has cut, that whole distraction's kind of gone away now. John Bonecamp, Associated Press, HawkeyeNation.com, IowaCollegeHoops.com. John, thank you for doing this. Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you thank in the week's ahead. Good. Thanks, yep, John. Talk to you later. Yep, good yep. to talk to you. Good to talk trains with you. <laughs> trains. I kind of was a little envious of how he was getting over to Chicago. Well, you could have done that. I guess, like, well, there's no, you can't in Des Moines, though, right? Don't you have to go south or yeah, something? Yeah, you got to go down to, like. There's a town that st- it stops. I don't remember where. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, you could have made it happen. I could have, but just the delays that would drive you nuts, right? That would drive you nuts. The drive would, it would drive me nuts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, um, let's not delay and try to give somebody an opportunity to win a thousand dollars. How about that? Let's claim some NIL money. Head to KXNO.com right now. The keyword is bank, bank at KXNO.com. Your chance to win a grand bank at KXNO.com. Murph and Andy and Heather and Sean have opportunities every hour through the remainder of the afternoon. We'll head to Chicago. Cappy joins Trent and I next. Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. For a free quote today. You may know Exile Brewing Company, for I was number one lager, Ruthie. Exile Brewing Company also brings you Swarm Golden Ale, where 20% of the revenue is donated to the Iowa Swarm Collective, helping Iowa student-athletes. And the Swarm Collective compete in today's college environment. 20% of the revenue from sales of Swarm Gold Nail goes back to the Swarm Collective and to Hawkeye student-athletes. Exile Brewing Company. Enjoy your 29. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-STOP. Joined again by Dr. Ethan Heisman, Elite Eye Care, with locations in Waukee, two in Ankeny, and Norwalk. Dr. Heisman, getting older, I wear contacts. What do you have so I don't have to deal with cheaters? Multifocal or bifocal contact lenses. These lenses are very well designed and very comfortable so that when you wear them, you can still enjoy nice, crisp, clear vision far away, but then you can also still see up close without having to throw on reading glasses. Waukee, Ankeny, and Norwalk. For us. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's head to Chicago. He's David Kaplan. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy Centurion Stone of Iowa. And the Cap Man joins us. Cap, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? T and K, what's going on? Everything good? Absolutely good with us. How's things with you and that thick-headed idiot Mike Lombardi? How's that going, Cap? How about that? <laughs> so you got a little pub in the uh, one of the tabloids out in New York. I saw that awful announcing chronicled a little back and forth between you and Lombardi. Um, got a little spirited, Cap. Look, I don't normally get personal, but when when you say something, meaning Mike Lombardi, as uninformed and as stupid as he did, I'm going to call you on it, man. Yep. And if I did that, I hope someone would call me on it might sting, but if it's the truth, it's the truth. For him to go on major market radio and TV, and every time you listen to him speak, you feel like you need a shower and you're a little bit dumber. <laughs> I mean, I mean to, to say you could have signed this guy as a free agent, he already had the parameters of a deal done with Atlanta. Atlanta they yep. thought they were getting him in a trade. Yep. He was never, ever getting the free agency. And then Sweat, Montez Sweat, says, yeah, I wanted to get this deal done because, God forbid, if I got hurt, I want to make sure my family's protected. Wherever he was getting traded, he was getting extended. He would never, ever have been available in free agency. And for Mike to be, you know, as ridiculous about that, it's just, it dumbfounds me. And then to say, well, maybe he'll get a sack in the last game and cost you the number one pick. Hey, Mike, we have Carolina's pick. Did you not know that? Mm-hmm. So... It drove me nuts. <laughs> well, one thing that uh, hopefully will not drive us nuts is the play of Justin Fields coming off the injury. Cleared to go. What's the anticipation? What's this going to look like over the final seven weeks of the year? And what do the Bears have to see to say, maybe we're going to keep rolling with Fields? Look, if Carolina ends up with the worst record and they have the number one pick and it belongs to Chicago... I would be shocked if the Bears didn't take a quarterback. Me I would. Too. Me too. How many times are you going to get a bite at the apple for a big-time quarterback, like reset the salary structure, have a guy on a rookie contract, lock him in, and have it be your guy? How many times did that happen? Mm-mm. You did not take Bryce Young. Looks like the right move. You did not take C.J. Stroud. Might not look like the right move, although they got a haul back. I mean, just a phenomenal deal. We discussed that this morning. I'll ask you that question in a minute. But now you're going to leave on the board Drake May, Caleb Williams, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, and whoever else becomes flavor of the day 
through the combine and all the workouts and interviews, you're going to go two straight years and leave potentially seven, eight, nine quarterbacks on the board for a guy who in his third year you have doubts about. I don't believe that. Yeah, I'm with you, Cap. And, and I had no doubt at least a couple of years ago that they'd found their quarterback. I was convinced that Justin Fields was going to be the guy, and I look like I'm wrong because uh, the, his his performance uh, this season and, and even the last couple of years, I thought I haven't seen the steps necessary. They have to make that move, Cap, uh, if indeed Carolina drafts ones. And I don't know if it's Williams or I don't know if it's Drake May or Penix, but it's one of those guys and you have to do it. I couldn't agree with you. Let me ask you guys this question. Okay? I called you right now you're running the bears i said i'll drop cj stroud onto your roster i want this year's carolina number one i want um dj moore i want jervon dexter i want darnell Wright, and i want the number two pick in 2025 so i'm getting like five for one are you doing that Mm, cj stroud's looked awful good I mean, he's in the MVP conversation. That's what the, essentially that's what the Bears got right for making the move. That's what the Bears got right. Uh, two, a, a one, a pick swap, and DJ Moore. Uh, boy, I just, yes, I think I make the move because if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance. And you're convinced nine games into his career that he is that guy, but before those nine games. You were unwilling to draft him when you had the number one pick. Fair point. So not nine games has convinced you mm. to give all that up for him. I would not. And I think he could be a really good player. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, that's why they make the money that they make, right, to make those decisions. Two years from now, we might go, oh, yeah, we'd have made that trade yeah. on a second. Right. Yeah, the way it looks. Cappy, uh, short of what we're seeing at the quarterback position, what else – needs to be seen here. I mean, this this team still feels a long ways away from competing at the top levels of the NFC, not just the division, but overall in the conference. What else outside a quarterback needs to be seen here over the final two months? Well, i got to see Montez Sweat continue to get quarterback yeah. pressures. That's for sure. Now, you know, this past game, the ones that didn't like the trade, the Lombardis and whoever else, he had eight pressures, most by a Bears defender since 2020 when Robert Quinn had eight. Um, I got to see that. I got to see the offensive line with Nate Davis now back. I've got to see that offensive line healthy and performing so that I can look at it and go, you know what? All I need is a center. Is Braxton Jones the guy? I don't know. I do know Darnell Wright looks like it. Kevin Jenkins looks like it. Nate Davis looks like it. Now Braxton Jones is my left tackle. Oh, baby, now go get me the best available center I can get, free agency, trade, draft, whatever, and I should have a very, very good offensive line. And then I need another receiver to emerge where I've got to keep him, whether that's Darnell Mooney the last seven games, Tyler Scott, somebody has to play opposite D.J. Moore unless I'm drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm, yeah, the kid from Tennessee, um, help me out, uh, Jones, um, has not really worked out so far, I don't think. Anyways, we'll see. Cap, let's hey, go- Jones, no, that yeah, has not worked. That's what I thought. Uh, let's go to baseball. I- I've loved your Twitter account. I always do, but uh, the, fa- the fun you're having at the expense of the Brewers fans uh, oh, has been man, fun to I watch. Yeah, it really, it's great. Um, 
Look, he won the press conference. I love the move. Nobody saw it coming. We talked about it last week, but he was introduced yesterday. And you might have known this. I certainly didn't. But just the fact that uh, that uh, that Rossi reached out to uh, to counsel apparently before the news went public, and those two at, at least you know had a Twitter or a, a texting conversation, if you will. Uh, that was one of the things I gleaned. Well, they had which, a phone conversation. Oh, they did. Too. Good. Uh, yeah, which, as soon as Craig got the text, he called David, Okay, and David answered, and they had a lengthy conversation, and I guess it went really well. Yeah, which, I showed you the class of David Ross. I was just about to say, uh, absolutely. Cap, he wants to manage. He's not interested. I guess the, the Yankees wanted to put him uh, on the bench with Boone. Uh, he says he wants to be a major league manager next year. Will he get a chance? Boy, there's not much available out there. Houston is filled. I mean, is there? A, there's not a managerial job open. Is San Diego filled? Uh, I'd have to look. I don't know if they filled it or not. Maybe it's San Diego, but yeah, the the Mets filled their role. Yep. yep. As I said, the Astros hired Joe Espada, so he probably has to sit out or do TV and radio for a year. I know he likes being a major league manager, and who wouldn't? You know, right. It pays great. You're back in the action on a play-by-play basis, pitch-by-pitch, and he's a great dude, and guys like playing for him. But, look, it's Craig Council. He's among the best in the game, and if you feel you're upgrading and you can afford to spend $40 million on a manager over five years, then you got to do it. It's a business. Cappy, Ken and I went through this exercise a little bit earlier today. Odds are not out for divisions. He can bet the World Series right now at Circa and other places. However... If right now, David Kaplan, your boss, said we need a number, division odds, to win the National League Central, not knowing what this offseason is going to look like, who would be your betting favorite? To win the division, it would be the Cubs. Mm. They're not hiring Craig Council for $40 million and not trying to compete. Yeah, And, and they came close this year. They let, They did not do enough. We've gone through that ad nauseum, but... Yeah, they would be my betting favorite to win the division. Now, to win the World Series? No, they would not. I still need to know who's my first baseman, mm-hmm. who's my third baseman. Who's in center field for me? Is it Pete Crow Armstrong? Is he not ready? I mean, he came up for almost a month and doesn't have a hit yet. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell you if he's locked in. That's the guy. I need at least three new bullpen arms, probably four. I need a top-end starter to go with. Everything else that I have, don't forget Justin Steele's coming up a career high in innings by a mile. Yep. So I've got to have depth, and i got to have somebody big time, whether that's the kid from Japan mm-hmm. who's going to get north of $200 million. And You're not going to be able to sign everybody, and I need a star. So there's a lot to do. I think they will do a lot. But, uh, yeah, i I got to know more than that before I can tell you that they're a legitimate World Series contender. Um, last thing, Cap, uh, fill in some of those names, can you? I mean, is is, is, is Otani a ch- possibility? I haven't heard them kick the tires on Nola. He would work, but you're right, they need corner infielders. Uh, what are, who are some of the names? Well, I mean, I think there's a chance Jamer Candelario comes back. Now, he was really, really good the first half of the season between Washington Nationals and the Cubs. He was not good. He was banged up for a while, and he was good at the end. So, is he your third baseman? I don't know. Is Matt Chapman? He's going to cost you a fortune. Mm-hmm. Can't buy everybody. 
first base? Is Cody Bellinger coming back? Is Matt Mervis ready now to be the everyday first baseman? I don't know the answer to that one. As I mentioned, Pete Crow, if he's not there, it's not Talkman if you're trying to win the World Series. Nice fourth, fifth outfielder, not an everyday player on a World Series team. So, And then all those bullpen arms, everyone's looking for them. So there's too much for me up in play. Uh, Aaron Nola, where's he going? Blake Snell, the two Japanese pitchers. There's a lot of questions. And who's closing for me? Is it Alzali or are they going to go get Josh Hader? Or is there somebody else? So there's a lot of questions. We a lot of options, but I don't know the answers. David Kaplan's Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors on a weekly basis. Cap, we will talk to you uh, next Wednesday. Uh, appreciate it as always, Cap. Have a great week. Thank you. I look forward to it always. Love it. Take care, buddy. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors. Cappy, 5525 Northeast, 22nd Street in Des Moines. That's the showroom, 5525 Northeast, 22nd Street in Des Moines. Premier selection of stone veneer. You'll find it at the shop. You can see it online, centurionstoneofiowa.com. Looking for manufacturer natural stone to accent or update? That would be the place. You have some breaking news, Trent. What have you got? Yeah, Chad Leistikow of the Des Moines Register, this in his uh, text group thread, says that Cooper DeGene, who we heard did not practice much last week, dealing with a pretty serious turf toe injury. He is in a walking boot, and his availability is questionable for Saturday. That makes a difference. Yeah, huge one. (laughs) We saw last year what happened when they didn't have Cooper DeGene on the field against Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, so, let me catch that. Mm-hmm. So this is a questionable Illinois, short week for Nebraska, mm-hmm. then potentially a trip to Indianapolis. Yeah. And you've got your plane ticket. Mm-hmm. Not that that matters whether DeGene's playing or <laughs> yeah. not. But, uh, and these things can linger. Absolutely. Turf toe is a very significant yes. injury. Dion had, that's how he finished yeah. his career, I think. Absolutely. A lot of time off. Hmm. That is a concern for the Hawks, and if he doesn't go, welcome back to the lineup to Sean Lee, who we got to see a lot early this season with Jamari Harris. That's right. And, game and it wasn't suspension. bad. Nope. That was bad. But he's not Cooper DeGene. And he's been banged up, and he's oh. finally been back here the last couple of weeks. So Lee back out there, but impactful. Wow. Uh, last week you saw in the punt returns, a lot of fair catches. There was a ton. Yes. Good point. Yep. Probably something to do with that. And a lot of people, and I think... I don't know if I mentioned it here on the podcast, but last week when it sounded like he wasn't practicing a ton, Mm -hmm. one of the things that was talked about is he was not going to be likely part of the plan offensively last week because of that. Uh, And, of course, we didn't see him out there at all. So we got to see him for two plays, and likely that will be all we'll see him offensively. Hopefully he'll be out there defensively. Wow. Uh, 12.45. Huge, potentially huge news uh, on Cooper DeGene. Well done, Chad Leistikow, breaking mm-hmm. that story. Well done, Chad. DesMoinesRegister.com for Mr. Leistikow, as you all know. All right, Trent's Play of the Day. Circus Sports sponsor those. Miller and Condon back with the Plays of the Day next. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.8. KXNO. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you 
to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renters Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renters Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to RentersWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528-44. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. It's time for Trent's Pick of the Day. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. I can't get over the Cooper DeGene news. Yeah, this is impactful. It sure is. Yes, absolutely. He and might be done. Yeah, there's uh, plenty of speculation about that, that his season is over. Because he's not playing the bowl game if he doesn't play. The, right. you, you wouldn't come. Yeah. He's going to the NFL. Right, yeah. He's getting ready to be a first-rounder. Oh, my God. Not going to come back to be no. 10-4 and four in the Citrus Bowl. Right. Yeah. Um, go with the team. Mm-hmm. Drive with your teammates. Have fun. Sure. In sidelines. Um, well, we'll see. Uh, fingers crossed, right? Mm-hmm. At this point. Well, keep turf your, tone, in case e- you missed it. Yes. Keep your ears here on KXNO as if the news breaks, I'm sure uh, we will have you covered here during Murph and Andy and The Drive. Indeed. So let's make some money, shall we? Let's do it. We got uh, one college football game tonight. I'm grabbing Buffalo in the points against Miami of Ohio. Grabbing the eight here uh, in that spot. And then six college basketball games. I know you love these ones as I dig <laughs> deep into the weeds. How about the Campbell Camels? They're getting 22 at Vatex. Oh, that's too many. It is, absolutely. We're going to lay it uh, three straight, four straight games of laying it. Charlotte, UNC Charlotte back in the day. Bobby Lutz is no longer there. We'll lay six and a half against a Utah Valley. Duquesne, they're laying five and a half against Princeton. Cleveland State, we'll see them. Well, no, the women are coming here to Des Moines. That's to right. take on the Iowa women. Yep. Give me the Vikings minus the nine and a half. Louisville takes on Cop- Louisville's not good again. But Coppin wow. State is brutal. Louisville, hang on a second. Louisville's now football school again? They're back to football school. Lay the 60.5 with the Cardinal. And finally, Tennessee State, plus 10.5 out in Portland tonight. Trent, I looked at the slate of games in college basketball tonight, and I couldn't find one that floats my boat. Well, I got plenty. <laughs> well, betting-wise, you found, sure. And if you missed them, you can find them at the Action Network. That's going to do it for us. Murph and Andy are next. The Drive with Heather and Sean take you home from 3 until 6. Of course, every day starts with the morning rush at 6 a.m. right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Talk to you tomorrow. Miller and Condon, 11 to 1. Have a great day.